This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Shut up and sit down. It's the first of our weekly hockey podcast with Brian Metzer, the Pittsburgh Penguins Radio Network. Make sure you check out Mets during intermissions on 105.9 The X, during postgame, during Penns Live Weekly on Saturdays with Paul Steigerwald. The first game for the Penguins tonight, PPG Paints Arena at 8 o'clock. The Chicago Blackhawks are in town featuring Connor Bedard, the next big thing in hockey. And I like that storyline, Mets. I think it's a great launching point for the season. It'd be interesting and exciting anyway, what with the addition of Eric Carlson and the changes that have been made with the Penguins in that regard. But having Bedard here to kick off the season uh, really makes it feel like a lid lifter to, to pay attention to. Yeah, no doubt about it, Tim. I'm really looking forward to it. It's the new look Pittsburgh Penguins, as you just talked about. Eric Carlson making his debut. The big three coming into season 18 together. Uh, and then Connor Bedard, another generational talent going up head-to-head against Sidney Crosby, who he grew up idolizing and looking up to for, if you look at his quotes talking about Sid, it's all about his leadership, the way that he's done it at a high level for 19 years, the fact that he'd like to pattern his career after him. And it's just a really good way for the league to kick off their season. I know there's a game at 530 Eastern tonight, but looking at the Penguins taking the ice in the marquee time slot of 8 p.m. against him, I think it's going to be a huge storyline for the NHL. And, you know, we've not had many players come into the league with the accolades of Connor Bedard since Sidney Crosby, since Connor or uh, Connor McDavid. So, I mean, those three, I think are kind of the most similar in terms of the hype that surrounded them uh, in the last two decades. So this is pretty exciting stuff. 
Yeah, McKinnon maybe, but not to this degree. No, I don't yeah. think. Um, if you look at Crosby, he's lived up to it from a team and individual standpoint. If you look at McDavid, he's definitely lived up to it to an individual standpoint. How do you see it going for Bedard in Chicago? Um, it all just depends on management to a certain extent. You know, I mean, it, they still have to build a team around him for as great as he could be or will probably be. You just mentioned it. Look at Connor McDavid in Edmonton. They haven't been able to find the right mix around him yet. And he's not been able to get to that next echelon of winning a Stanley Cup simply based on some of the surrounding cast. They know that they were or the supporting cast. They were so much better last year but they've always had deficiencies in goal and, and on the blue line, et cetera. So how will Chicago revamp and retool? I think that in a way, the way they approached their off season, knowing they were going to get him, wasn't that dissimilar to what the Penguins did in Sid's first year. They went out and got some veteran players to surround him with. And we know that didn't work so well here when they brought in, you know, that whole cavalcade of stars and free agency coming out of the lockout. The Hawks didn't do it to that extent, but you have like a Taylor Hall there. You just for one big name that they brought in to play with him. I assume they will play together. Uh, I, just that kind of thing happening. Will you know? Will Seth Jones take the next step after signing that huge deal a couple years ago on the blue line? If he becomes a number one defenseman for them, that could work. There's still some question marks in net for that team. So I don't know that they'll be anywhere near a playoff team in the next season or two. But if they do the right things through this year and into next. Maybe it's sooner rather than later they start that climb up the mountain that we saw happen in Sid's second year here in Pittsburgh. What do you think his game will look like compared to Crosby and McDavid? He doesn't have McDavid's speed, but he apparently has a shot that's better than both of them, right? Oh, yeah. I watched a lot of his World Junior Championship games uh, this past holiday season when they were they were playing for Team Canada. And I've watched some of his junior games because the NHL Network was televising some of those in the lead up to the draft and the end of his season. He does have a great wrist shot. He's so accurate. He can put it through traffic and pick spots better than a lot of players in the league right now. And just he still is dazzling with his hands too, Tim. I don't know if you've seen all the highlights. You know, last week, whenever we we got together, we talked about people kind of bloviating about his ability to go one-on-one -on -one and beat guys. He hasn't necessarily harnessed the scoring part of it through the preseason yet, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him get on the score sheet tonight with the shot that he has with his one-on-one -on -one ability, with his ability to deke and uh, fake players and goaltenders essentially out of their pads. I mean, I haven't seen a guy come into the league at his age and do that probably since Sid or a young Connor McDavid. It's really exciting stuff. And I think that he brings, a lot of tools to the table. You mentioned that his speed isn't quite with McDavid. I don't even know that it matters because he still skates at a high level. And when you put it together with the offensive, um, you know, quiver of tools that he has on his back, I think he, he's going to be a really effective player for years to come. And it wouldn't shock me if he puts in, you know, a 15, 20 year career like these guys most likely are and will do. Brian Metzer, Pittsburgh Penguins Radio Network, our first hockey podcast and the fans first network here. Tim Benz with you. First one of the season, anyways, we get set for Pens and Blackhawks taking place at PPG Paints Arena. Brian Metzer from the Penguins Radio Network joining us right now, and we'll do so once a week talking hockey, usually Mondays, Tuesdays during the course of the hockey season. Metz, are they pushing this with Gensel? Maybe a little. I mean, it seems to be a miraculous recovery at this point. I mean, when we first heard about the injury, they called it 
the, the time frame that they put on it never led me to believe that there was any chance of him starting the season, let alone five games missed as, as Kyle Dubas has talked about lately. So that's kind of weird that he recovered so quickly. I know he's pushed himself a little bit. I don't know that they're pushing him so much as he wants to get back in there, but based on what we just saw the other night, I mean, if you, if you needed to, why don't you give him a game or two to kind of still sit back it's an easy start to the season. You have one game tonight, then there's uh, two games on the weekend, and then they don't play again until the middle of next week. Even if you gave him one or two of those games off, he wouldn't have to really get into the grind of it. But it sounds like there there's a pretty good likelihood we're going to see him, and I just hope that they aren't pushing him and that he isn't pushing himself too hard because you'd hate to see any sort of setback because there's a lot of very valuable pieces to the Pittsburgh Penguins, Tim, but Jake Gensel is – really forefront amongst them and the way that he can have that 40 goal potential on a top line with Sidney Crosby, uh, you want him out there. So if there's any risk to the injury, why not give the DOC another look? Cause I thought he looked outstanding in the final dress rehearsal for the, for the regular season the other night in that preseason finale, he's a couple goals. He scored. He showed that one-on-one ability that he's, he's brandished in the past. Maybe his hands are catching up to the rest of his skill level. He did it really well in tight scores 20 seconds into the game as well. So for me, I mean, if you have a guy that you can plug and play there along with other bodies that you can slot into your bottom six, why rush Jake Gensel? But I I feel like we'll see him. Agreed on all fronts. So when they are healthy, what do you do with O'Connor? Um, I, I think he'd be a really nice compliment on the third line where he was playing on the, on that Eller line. I think that skill level being there gives them the option of potentially having a third line that could get itself moving in such a way that maybe you're not just a top line top two line heavy team where you're so reliant on Sid and Gino's lines to get all the offense. I'm fine with using him there, but I do like his upward mobility in the lineup. I don't think that the Penguins have had a player, assuming he rounds into form, Tim, like that since Brian Rust broke into the league. He was, he was one of the first that was able to play in a bottom six role, jump up and play in your top six, play on your top line and do so at a comfortable level at a high level. If Drew O'Connor becomes that, Kudos to them for finding him and bringing him on board. But I I don't know that he's there just yet, but I do like that ability. But for me, if you're healthy, he probably plays on the third line to start. And then he's right there if you have an injury to slot in on either of your top two lines. How's the Carlson thing going to work out? I've been really excited watching him play just based on the electricity that a player like that brings. I think it's still going to take a little bit of time. They harnessed it a little bit in the final preseason game. The power play got going a bit. Um, I've seen the entire training camp and in the games, though, Tim. His passing ability is such that guys have to be ready for it. It's kind of like the first time you play with Sidney Crosby. Your stick better be on the ice ready to receive a pass. If you're around the net, he's going to get it on your stick and you're going to have a scoring opportunity or he's going to feather it through and you're going to have a rebound, something like, you know, to the, to that effect. So for me, I just, I, I think he'll fit in nicely. I found it interesting that Jake Gensel looks to maybe be knocking Chris Letang off that number one power play unit. I don't know that that will happen in games, but if it does, we'll see how the egos all mix and match. But Latang went out of his way, Tim, to say that he was comfortable being used in any way that helped the team win. And if him coming off of that unit and him being a number two power play guy is the answer, I hope he's open to it. But for me, Carlson is a player that can play all over the offensive side of the ice. So players have to be aware and ready for it. But his breakout's been on display only a couple times in the preseason games was I ripping my hair saying, "Uh uh-oh, what the heck was that play? One of which came 
I think in Halifax, if I'm not mistaken, he drew a penalty, but I don't know that he knew he drew the penalty and he fell and he was on his belly and he just kind of threw the puck behind him, which would have been a rush going the other way for a scoring chance if it was not a delayed call. That left me kind of odd in, in the wrong way. But overall, I think it's going to be a great addition to this team. Jari's going to have to be not only what he was last year, but better, significantly better. And I yes. think that's going to have to be abundantly clear to him in the sense that he's got to know that now you've got the equivalent of Chris Letang on the ice twice as often. So you'll have risk taking and he's going <laughs> to have to be responsible for it on the back end. It's just the way it's going to be with this team. Tim, if Mike Sullivan were speaking, he'd tell you, well, the, the answer to that is we're going to be playing 200 feet away from our goaltender most of the time with these offensive players. So, I mean, is that the case? I don't know. Maybe it will be. But you're right. Tristan Jari's got to be better, and he's got to be better than he was in the preseason. Uh, he made some really nice saves, but I, I think that he wasn't necessarily where he needs to be just yet. And he's got to be that guy that he was in full health in the early stages of two seasons ago and in the early stages of last season where he made a ton of great saves, but he was letting up some, I don't want to call them bad goals, but you can't give up two and three goals per night on a consistent basis. You've got to have some games where you're the reason why your team wins, especially with the way that the Penguins potentially could give up scoring chances. They're never going to go. I mean, Dubas just spoke to this yesterday. They're never going to go and be, you know, this this defensive dynamo and go out and win every game two to one like the 2000 New Jersey Devils. That's just not them. They're going to play fire wagon hockey a lot tonight, specifically now after adding an Eric Carlson and some of the other offensive talent that they have. So you have to be ready for that DNA to come to the forefront and, and be ready to handle the mistakes that come with playing that style. So Jari is definitely capable of it. Will he do it early? I hope so, because we found out as much as people say October and November points don't matter, had they gotten just one more point early last season, they would have made the playoffs. So that makes, uh, at least in the minds of these guys, that the points now exponentially larger than they would have been. I will say I was impressed with Alex Nedeljkovic through the preseason. Uh, maybe he's going to harness some of the mojo he had as a rookie with the Carolina Hurricanes a few years ago when he was on that Calder ballad. And if he can be that behind Jari, maybe Jari is better because we've we've seen – Jari tends to be a better goaltender when he is challenged by a solid backup that's nipping at his heels. Do they make the playoffs? And if so, do they win around for the first time since 2018? Um, based on the one game in which they looked really good in the preseason, I would say yes. I think they are at least a point better than they were last year, if not several points better than they were. And if that point level gets you in, I think they will most certainly make the playoffs and then it all just kind of comes down to the matchup. Do they get a bugaboo team that always causes them headaches? Is it going to be, uh, you know, Carolina Hurricanes or a Boston Bruins situation where I, I don't know how good the Bruins are going to be this year. I think they're going to fall off significantly. But those teams have proven to be elixir for the Penguins, um, you know, magic. If So when we look at it that way, I think that could be a problem. But they certainly have the makings right now on paper of a team that should be a playoff team and potentially win around. And they have a young, hungry, smart general manager, Tim, who's very aggressive. And if they look like they are a team that could make waves and win around or maybe two, I'm most certain that he will add to this team come trade deadline time or at some point during the season to make them even better than they are in that moment and to give them a chance to go further than around. 
do the Bruins fall all the way out of the playoff tree? And give me a team that rises into the playoff tree that missed it last year. All right. I got, I got two that I think could be right there. It's the Ottawa senators and the Buffalo Sabres, probably Buffalo. If Devin Levi plays like the college goaltender, we know that he was, I think they probably could get into the playoff hunt on the other end of it. If he plays like the guy that went against the pens the other night, I don't know how good that's going to go. I mean, that, that was uncharacteristic of him. I mean, he's, he's a solid young goaltender, but they still have some other good goaltenders there. They have a great blue line. So Buffalo's, the one I think ahead of the senders, even at this point, but both of those teams are the ones as for Boston falling out. It's the million dollar question. I mean, they, they lost so much just with a couple guys leaving. I mean, you don't replace Patrice Bergeron or David Krejci with uh, Pavel Zaka. That's just not going to happen. So you, you have your top two centers essentially go out. Zaka comes in. They have some other players that they have high hopes for. They're still going to be able to score, but generally it's just a team that, um, I think their goalies are good enough to make them a playoff contender, but I think they are going to be biting and scratching and clawing down to the to the late, late stages of the season just based on having to go up against the Lightning so often and the Toronto Maple Leafs and uh, even the Sabres, like we talked about, being there looking to get into those top three spots in that division. Mets, we'll do it again next week, and we'll do it every week until like mid-July. Maybe even longer, Tim, because sometimes you never know. This NHL, the past three years, sometimes kept us going year-round with craziness. So, hey, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for having me back. This is probably at least, I don't even know, season seven or something we've been doing this, maybe eight. It's been awesome, and I appreciate you having me every week, so thank you. Yeah, we've been doing this about the length of the Mike Sullivan era. Yeah, I think... I saw a headline, you know, maybe we were doing this all the way back when Mike Johnston was the head coach, but it was shortly after I came back from Boston and that was the year Johnston got fired and Sullivan got hired. Yeah. So, so 15, you know, 16. Exactly. So I'm going back and I'm thinking this because I saw on Twitter, a headline came across legendary Mike Johnston to be honored <laughs> with whatever, you know, junior hockey uh, award he was going to get, but to see legendary and Mike Johnston next to each other on Twitter, that that caught my eye. Hey, I guess when it comes to what are they, Portland Winterbirds or, or Winterhawks? The Winterhawks, not the Winterbirds. <laughs> Portland the, Winterhawks. The Winterbirds are who goes down to Florida <laughs> to get away from Boston and New York and Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. I gotta love. I'm gonna get myself some Winterbirds gear. Appreciate it, Mets. We'll do it again next week. Take care, my friend. Thank you. Brian Metzer, Pittsburgh Penguins Radio Network, intermissions post-game, and of course, Pens Live Weekly with Paul Staggerwald in your home for the Pens, 105.9 The X. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, 
have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.